Good morning. It's the 1st of March, 2024. I'm your host, Helen Fleming-Williams, and this is the This Week in Fintech News Briefing. This Week in Fintech. In product launches, MasterCard has introduced enhancements to its open banking capabilities, streamlining the digital account opening experience for debit and prepaid card users. Treasury Prime unveils Bank Direct, promising to revolutionize banking connectivity. Finnish neobank Saudo expands its banking solution to Sweden, aiming to disrupt the traditional banking sector. Paystand showcases new features to unlock additional value in B2B payments. And in other news, the OCC proposes a federal money transmitter license to streamline the regulatory landscape for fintech firms. MasterCard's latest crypto loyalty scheme seeks to address Google Pay integrations gaps. American Express adds a buy now pay later twist to credit card bills, blending traditional credit with flexible payment options. The EU adopts instant payment rules, setting a new standard for transaction speed and efficiency. Cross River ventures into investment banking, expanding its fintech footprint. Crypto exchange FDX to sell shares in AI startup Anthropic, indicating a growing interest in AI and fintech synergies. Klarna's AI assistant manages two-thirds of customer service interactions, demonstrating the impact of AI on customer experiences. And in the partnership corner, Ambox and NBC join forces to create a center of excellence for banking experiences, promising to bring innovative solutions to the financial service sector. Chime partners with Zogo to offer financial education for free, making financial literacy accessible and engaging. And lastly, the bad news. Google Pay announces its shutdown in the US, marking the end of its payment in the service region. Lineage faces regulatory scrutiny with an FDIC consent order, highlighting challenges in the fintech regulatory environment. Treasury Prime announces layoffs, indicating a strategic shift and operational restructuring. And lastly, cybercriminals steal personal data of 17 million loan Depop customers, underscoring ongoing cybersecurity challenges in the fintech industry. So the fintechionary, which is the segment that we're doing now, is when we talk about a dictionary definition of a fintech word. Today we're on F because we're going through the alphabet, if you remember. And of course, the most obvious answer would be to say F of fintech and explain fintech. At the same time, I don't think you'd be listening to a fintech podcast if you didn't know what fintech is. So instead, I wanted to go for fractional investment, which is a financial innovation that allows investors to purchase a portion of a share, bond or a financial instrument, rather than requiring the purchase of a whole unit. This approach has been facilitated by technological advancements in the fintech sector, making it a key feature of modern investment platforms. Let's have a detailed look at fractional investment and its impact on the fintech industry. Okay, so what is fractional investment? It's accessibility, it's diversification, and it's flexibility. When we talk about accessibility, fractional investment breaks down the financial barrier to entry for investing in high-priced assets. So, for example, if a single share of a company's stock trades at a higher price than what an individual investor can afford or is willing to pay, the investor can still own a piece of the company by purchasing a fraction of the share with whatever amount they are comfortable investing. When we talk about diversification, it allows investors to create a diversified portfolio without needing a large amount of capital. By investing smaller amounts across a wide range of assets, 
Investors can reduce the risk and improve the potential for returns over time. And lastly, like I said, with flexibility, investors have the flexibility to allocate their funds more precisely according to their investment strategy and financial goals without being constrained by high prices or, or certain investments. And I think when we talk about the impact on fintech, there's a couple points here. I think we can talk about democratization, we can talk about innovation, we can talk about growth, we can talk about education, and we can talk about regulatory evolution. So when we talk about democratization of investing, fintech platforms that offer factional investment have played a significant role in democratizing access to financial markets. They have opened up opportunities for a broader section of the population to participate in investing, including younger investors who have limited capital. When we talk about innovation and competition, the adoption of fractional investment has spurred innovation because it's led to the development of new products and services, and it has increased competition among platforms as they strive to offer more flexible and accessible investment options. Growth just talks about by lowering the barriers for entry, fintech companies have been able to expand their use base. This has not only contributed to the growth of individual platforms, but also just helped the overall market participation. Educational opportunities just really is around how the accessibility of fractional investment has also increased literacy and education in finance. Many fintech platforms combine investing with educational resources, helping new investors to learn and make informed decisions. And lastly, the rise of fractional investment has prompted regulatory bodies to consider new rules and guidelines to ensure protection and fairness in the market. This includes understanding the rights of investors and limitations associated with owning fractional shares. So in summary, F, fractional investing, represents a key evolution in the financial industry, largely driven by innovation. Its impact is profound, offering more individuals a chance to engage in investing, financial inclusion, and offering a more educated and diverse investor base. FinTech events you need to know about. Okay, so we have four events to highlight this March and one is in April. Okay, so we've got This Week in Fintech Happy Hour with Gamebridge, which is happening on the 4th of March from 6.30 to 9. This will be in Las Vegas. Also in Las Vegas, the next morning will be the Fintech Coffee, which is happening at 8 a.m. till 10 a.m. And on the 7th of March, Plural presents Beers with Peers Fintech Happy Hour from 6.30 to 9.30, which will be happening in Bangalore, India. And last but not least, New York Fintech Coffee Morning will be happening at 8.30 a.m. till 10.30 a.m. To find out more about these events, please visit our website, This Week in Fintech, go to events, and you'll see them all there. <laughs> Signals is our subscriber-only reads. I'm going to read you a snippet from one of the latest articles. So in Signals this week, Des had the fascinating opportunity to dive into the ever-evolving world of financial technology with Benjamin, co-founder and CIO of Treasure. The discussion revolved around the critical question, what makes a fintech company endure in the competitive landscape of 2024? With the term fintech being ubiquitous, standing out is more challenging than ever. Ben, with his rich background in public markets and his tenure at Hedge Fund, brought insightful perspectives on modernizing the CFO tech stack, navigating the complexities of embedded fintech 2.0 and the shift in dynamics of the fintech market. 
What I like about this article is how Ben shared his journey from Belgium to the heights of global finance, highlighting his experience in fixed income securities and their significant in cash management. From the conversation, it feels like Treasure was a moment born out of Ben's experience and a desire to simplifies the complex of broader access. The conversation between Ben and Des sheds light on the foundational aspects of a robust fintech firm in today's saturated market. The essence of Treasure, as Ben sort of explained, is not just about offering sophisticated financial tools, but also building efficient distribution networks and understanding the nuanced shifts in both public and private sectors. I think when you read the full article, you'll realise it's quite clear that the journey of treasure under Ben's stewardship is a compelling narrative of how fintech is being redefined to cater to the evolving needs of companies across the spectrum. If you would like to read the full article, just go to our website, go to Signals, sign up to be a paid subscriber. Obviously, also subscribe to this podcast and that's where it is. (laughs)